We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah Buzzer beater. I did it. I don't think there's actually beer in there. There's definitely beer in there. I don't think there's actually beer in there. There's 100% You cannot see anything because of that cup. I think that was strategic. I'll never tell. But welcome, everybody, on this Cinco de Mayo Friday to the Last Call podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. And as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. I'm getting jealous of the, the single name. Why? I don't know. I can just it's talk so, calling it, you Nick. It's so simple. Sean, Sean is a man of few words, and so is his name. Scene. Just not going to talk now. I feel like I have to live up but, to that. There we go. But thank you, everybody, for joining the podcast where Nick, Sean, and I attempt to drink six beers in 60 minutes. Each beer does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess for us tonight, we are making a little bit of a change. It is Cinco de Mayo, so we are celebrating with Modelo. That we are. They are not a sponsor, but they are a uh, solid beer. imported beer. Solid beer. A cerveza, if you will. So. Uno más cerveza. Por favor. So cheers to everybody on the Cinco de Mayo. Thank you for joining us. Um, we'll get to brew review in a second, but I, I did a little research over here. So I was I walked out of my car to come over to the studio today, and I swear every time I go to my car, there are bird droppings all over my car. Always can't can't go outside without there being a new fresh dropping on my car. So that made me wonder: Are there specific cars that get targeted by birds? more than others um obviously the larger the car the more likely that it is to get bird poop on it i think it's the color of my car personally i don't know why but my car just seems to be an absolute target for these birds now do you just park exclusively under trees no no tree no nothing around just wide open parking lot it's a grass field and there's no trees but the birds seem to find my car so Fear not, friends. We actually have an answer because a uh, auto parts company in the United Kingdom decided to conduct a study. And here is what they found. I think it was like 1,400 cars over the course of however many days. And they went out and checked the cars each day to see what cars had the most droppings on it. Here were the results. The least affected were green cars. 1% of the green cars that they surveyed had anything on them. Gray and silver were next at 3%. White is seven black 11 blue is 14 red is 18 percent. interesting them's the facts except my car is gray and i think it is way above the three percent i am getting everybody else's percentages all on my car see and here's your problem those are european birds these are american birds <laughs> that's the thing you need I, to do different research i think yeah and were they uh were they hawks were they pigeons were they oh now we have, finch? To, get, yeah. we have to get species specific and, and, and unfortunately you can't go to them anymore because they're out of business because instead of selling car parts they were doing research <laughs> So valuable research at that. Just so. imagine, like, what'd you do today at work today? Oh, walked around the parking lot and counted bird shit on cars. <laughs> Got paid for it. 
I, I, I guess, but man, I was a little, I was a little disappointed. I thought Gray would be higher. I thought like I had something going there. I was like, my hypothesis is going to be correct, and it was apparently no, no not, correlation. So. All right, so that was my little fun fact of the day. Sean, what do you got for brew review? I I, got, I have a brew from Asheville, North Carolina. I had a coworker that went out there for a golf trip with his brothers, and he brought back a beer for everybody. And mine is called Symptom of Progeny by Burial Beer. And it is a three-year blend of golden sour ale fermented with spontaneous culture. I don't know how the fuck you ferment something with spontaneous culture, but here we are. We're going to find out. I I wish I would have done a category of the type of beer. I mean, I can go back and find this now. I think we've done so many sours and tarts. <laughs> that seems to be the favorite. We have to here. branch out at some point. Like, it, it has to happen. I know. We, we Yeah, we do. Uh, based on the bottle, I thought this was for sure going to be a stout or something like that. Because but. how are we supposed to be unbiased if we do the same types of beer every single time, right? If we're only doing sours and tarts, then we're just biased, and all those get good ratings, and all the other ones don't. Mm. I think that's a good pour. Okay, you did actually pour beer in there this time. I we did. Saw, we saw it. We heard it. I believe it. We'll give them what kind of uh, what kind of beer is this? Is this another sour? It's a. Uh, Cultural sour. Yeah, it's a three-year blend of golden sour ale fermented with spontaneous culture. Spontaneous. Now, obviously, whiskeys and bourbons, it, or scot, you know, scotch. Which scotch, its own thing, mm-hmm. or is it? Or, you go by the year. It's like a twelve-year scotch or whatever. If if somebody was like, "This is a twelve-year beer," I don't think I'd be impressed by that. I think I'd be like, "I don't know that I want to drink that beer." I feel like it depends on the beer. Depends. They do sell beers that are like aged in uh, like oak barrels. That is a sour. That's actually a sour. That that is a sour. That is the definition of a sour. Yeah, it's more than tart. It is sour. Hmm. <laughs> that had a nice echo to it. It was a little weird. <laughs> I think I'm gonna give it seven eight. Oh, artificially inflating his own, his own, uh, his own beer. I don't think that's how that works. That, that is, is there any more? I, I don't feel like I poured enough. No, I'm not going to take your beer. No, I'm fine. I, I can rate it based off of what I drink. Where is this? This is in uh, from uh, Asheville, North yeah. Carolina. It's yeah. like beer capital of the U.S. Craft so. beer. Yeah. Um, that's pretty solid. I. So it's not unbiased, uh, or so we're not. I, I'm giving it a seven point nine. <clears throat> what did uh, what did I give the watermelon? <laughs> you trying to? <laughs> no, because you did rate it very highly. It was that one actually like surprise. It was very good. This one is good. I think it is a solid sour, but it doesn't knock my socks off with anything different than I've had before. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say like. It's still very good, so I think I'm going to go like 7.3. All right. That gives us an average score of 7.7. I believe that takes it to number two behind the watermelon. Behind the watermelon. Watermelon warhead, for whatever reason. Uh, Didn't want to say this before we got started as to not skew your opinions, but this was the highest rated beer that we've had on Untapped. Oh, okay. What was that? 8.26, 4.13 8.26, it was a 4.13 out of 5 on untapped, converted 
That's pretty, yeah. By a good margin. Again, it's a very solid beer. It's crisp. It's sour the way I want a sour. It's just, I've had other sours that taste similar to it. That's fair. That is fair. You gave the watermelon an 8.2, by the way. It was good. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, 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 I think the shock factor there. Definitely yeah, it elevated. Just, it. I I was not expecting much from it, but the other the other ones were not that great. The other ones were fine. They yeah. weren't great. Yeah, no, but the, the, the watermelon, watermelon came did. out. It shined above the rest of the sour head sour warhead beers. I had a warhead this week. I had a watermelon one actually. In fact, did it make you reminisce about the beer? It did. And then I was at work, and I was like, "Well, I'd rather be." Do you guys actually like sour can? Do you actually like sour candy? Love it. I, I like it, um, but I don't eat a lot of it. So, like, occasionally I'll, I'll get a bag of Sour Skittles or something like that, but or, I, like, Shockers or whatever the hell those things are called. I love Sour. Shock Tarts were my favorite. And they were essentially sweet tarts, but they were sour instead of sweet. But they've, I think, been discontinued. Did you guys ever watch the show Drake and Josh? Yep. Yeah, I've seen some of it. Do you? There was an episode where Drake got the most sour candy in the universe, the superpower mega sours. And as a kid, because I love sour candy, I was like, oh, I wish I could have something that sour. When I was living up in Michigan, one of my roommates decided to go online to an online only candy store and get the most sour candy they had. And even then, I was just I was just disappointed. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, I don't know, I almost want my face to have a Charlie horse like that's how. I would dictate the most sour candy you could you possibly look, you have. You want to look like the sour head or warheads. You know. Exactly. Like, if it doesn't do that to me just naturally, just like, oh my God, and my face like implodes on itself because it's so sour, it's really not, in my opinion, that sour. But question, after you had the cocktail sauce, the St. Elmo's cocktail sauce, were you still saying, oh, that was great? Because that did that to, uh, that, to that, you. That shit tried to kill me. So... And so this, the, By your definition, you thought that was good. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure we're He's falling. It again. So I think I might have told that story on the podcast, but San yeah. Elmo is a famous steakhouse in Indianapolis, and they're famous for their cocktail sauce. Extremely spicy. Like raw horseradish to the max, but it's very tasty. It's got good flavor. The problem is sometimes the heat decides to attack your vital organs and orifices. So it started in my nose. <laughs> It started in my nose, and I it just it burnt through my nose, cleared me out. But then it was like, that's not good enough. I'm going to attack his ears next. I felt it burning in my ear. And then finally it said, I'm going for the jugular, and literally went into my throat and took my breath away, and I was like gasping for air because it was just like choking me out. My grandma thought they were going to have to like call the hospital. She was like, oh my God, oh my God, what's going on? And I'm like... I'm fine. It was just extremely hot. It's really good. I like it. I love it. I love the pain. It helps. You said it started in your nose. It helps as you don't snort it. You just <laughs> eat it. Doing well, a line of St. Elmo's. Well, the way that I eat, I typically just in, sauce. The way that I eat, I typically just inhale stuff. So you do feel like Thompson eats like there's never going to be another meal again. And would you would think you would savor it, but like no, it's just like can you chill out a little bit, bud? Any meal could be my last. Who knows? So. But no, good beer, Sean. Thank you. Appreciate you you bringing that out. So speaking of uh, North Carolina, though, weren't you just out there for something? Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was out there for work. I wasn't in Asheville, but I was in Charlotte. Um, I was out there for a couple of days. Just actually got back right before the podcast. Um, 
But it was nice to actually come back. The last trip I took out for work, I was in Tampa, and I came back here, and it was incredibly cold. It was actually nice coming back now, and it was decently warm, and I was like, oh, this, it doesn't doesn't feel too bad. It is nice. How are, uh, how are the airlines doing these days? Still shitty as ever? I or? fucking hate them. What man. did you fly? American. <clears throat> like Charlotte is an American hub, right? Like yeah, That's kind of like I, their... I believe so. Like my, my thing with, like... I don't mind American. They're fine. Like I like that you have your assigned seat, so like you don't have to worry about... Was it Southwest where you just kind of walk on, depending on what group you're in, and then you just pick a seat? So I would prefer like a lot more of like oh yeah I want for sure like I'm a, I'm an aisle seat guy like I want to have the aisle seat I don't want to I don't want to be crammed in the window I don't want to be I definitely sure hell don't want the, I don't know who wants the middle seat like if there's someone that actually will say oh yeah I'm a middle seat guy put them on a watch list or something like no one wants to be squished in between two people for multiple hours on end but I just like I think I, everyone has the same pet peeves when they go to an airport <clears throat> like. I don't fly, you know, terribly often. Like, I've done a lot of flights for work and whatnot. But, like, people that are walking in line and security and, like, not listening and, like, you know, clearly the people, like, take stuff out of your bags, put it here. Every airport's a little different. Some airports have, like, the newer technology so you can, like, leave your laptops in your book bag. Other places aren't. And so, like, when we were standing in line in Charlotte, in their airport, like, I got stuck behind this, like, couple that, like, like they just didn't listen. So, like, they didn't put the, their laptops in one bin by itself and they didn't take off their jackets. They're supposed to take off their jackets and then they left their glasses. I was like, for fuck's sake, like this is, it took me 30 minutes to get through that because they just were fucking around. And I was like, can you please just move? Like, this is ridiculous. How many people do you think have never flown before? Because it, it baffles me every time you go to an airport, how many people it's like, have you never done this before? Like ever. Yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's it's probably a pretty decent number, honestly. Like that, that's right. It I is mean, expensive. It's not something. Uh, that it's gets not. To do. Yeah, it's not cheap. I guess, but it like the people who, amount of people who have flown in an airplane versus not flown in an airplane is probably it's greater on the have right. I would say so. Like it, like it's not really a close call. It's like. I would think the vast majority of people have at one point in their life flown on an airplane. airplane. Do you think like do you, do you uh, think, think you can find I think statistics on majority. that? You uh, think that less you think more people have not flown on an airplane? I think so. Really? Yeah, I, I like I said it's there are like your cheap airlines, you have like your spirit and shit like that, but you know, those are a whole nother experience all on their own. They'll probably make people never want to fly again once they fly out through that. Uh, but like I say, it's mainly just it's so cost prohibitive. Like if it's like one person, like honestly, it's not that bad. But like if you're talking about a family, like imagine buying three to four plane tickets. It's, and like, it's expensive. Like trying to, you know, you're, you're spending a couple of grand just on flight alone. I don't feel like a lot of people have that kind of money just laying around. So uh, the Smithsonian Magazine, don't know if the, it was just the first thing on Google. The closest thing we've seen to the number we are after 18% of Americans said they had never flown 18% only 18 only 18 according to Smithsonian magazine again if that's a credible source or not I don't know it's just the first thing on Google 40% of those people were liars that took the survey okay but then also Boeing CEO in 2017 80% 80 of people never flown less than 20% of the world's population has ever less than 20% of the world's population has ever taken a flight? I believe that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm getting. I, confl- I would I'm getting. I'm getting conf- lower. I'm getting f- conflicting. Yeah, I'm getting conflicting uh, messages now. So, but they're it, just they're just airports, airplanes, like the whole 
not loading back the front doesn't make sense to me like because everyone it just all of it makes sense to me in general but another one of my biggest pet peeves is for people that do fly and you have to put your stuff in the overhead bin and you sit down and then you land is the people that fucking rush to try and get up get their shit and like push forward no in like there it's always the people that are in the back of the plane and like i'm like can you just fucking chill out like there's a system. They got to go out that way. Like, you're going to get off the plane. They're not going to fucking take off. Like, oh, you, oh, you didn't make it. They were, here we go. We're flying off again. Like, but they just always are like, we had a guy do it to us today where he just like, we couldn't go because he rushed up, stopped. And then like, he was like impatiently trying to like get past people. And I was like, bro, like just calm down. The only acceptable time where you might be able to do that is if you have a connecting flight that's like literally about to take off and you have to get to that flight. But there is zero cooperation amongst the people to help that person. Yeah. Right. I had that same situation happen at one point and I stood up and it was a horrible situation where I was like one of the last people to load, but my seat was up front. So I had to put my bag way in the back where a box was open or a box was open, put my bag back there, walked up the front, sat my seat, went up the plane landed i had to fight against go upstream to try to get my bag and then had a 30 minute run to get to my next gate when we landed they knew we were late they said hey by the way if if you're uh there's a lot of people that have some connecting flights that they need to get to why don't you talk amongst yourselves and try to help those people out nobody talked everybody's rushed to the front yeah, people. there's zero cooperation, zero help. And I would say it's like also just bad planning to like for like airlines to have connecting flights where there's not a lot of leeway in yeah. terms of it. Because like we ran into that issue when we were flying from a friend's wedding back to Indy, and for whatever reason, our flight just circled above Philadelphia for an ungodly amount of time. And when we got off the plane, the other plane had already started boarding and it was just like we had to run through this entire terminal of course it was you had to take a bus to get to this other side of the terminal and then we were trying to run up the escalator well the escalator's broken so we had to run through a back door up some stairs and then like it was just a, a fucking mess it was like why would you only plan something out like oh yeah we think an hour should be enough well no it isn't enough when you're sitting in the air for 40 minutes just circling for no reason you know you can choose the second leg nope. right? like they offer you that, but you can go in and choose each leg of your flight. It's just probably not going to be the most convenient for you. Uh, we had a. I, I was starting my new job the next day. Uh, we, we could not miss that. Yeah, I think the second leg would have been the next day. And so it's like <laughs> uh, I'm not like you know. There's only so many options you can do, and I don't, that's why I just like direct flights. Like I'm not fucking around with connections. Like oh, it's cheaper. Like I don't give a shit. Like I will pay more money just to get on a plane once and get off once, and then not have to worry about trying to mess around with anything else that's fair it, it is crazy to me though how it's cheaper to do i, I it doesn't make sense it, again i think i've told you it baffles me that the cravings box at taco bell you bundle all that stuff together it's cheaper than if you bought them individually why is a flight where you have to have a layover cheaper than just doing a direct flight there it doesn't make sense to me but yeah i don't i we'll never know, we'll never know. i don't know that things that don't make sense because it's financially beneficial to the company yeah just like the loading seats is it would make a lot more sense to load back to front i actually heard a reason for that and i need somebody to actually confirm this but i i heard that the reason they don't do that is because the cargo is in the back of the plane and so if you loaded it in the back with the cargo first there's like there's no support 
like super far back in the plane and it would the plane's gonna tip over good no. the edges and everything you put everything in the back first it, I mean, I could see that with like no a very way. small. Plane, I don't know. But I, like, like a, I said, I just that's like what I heard. No way. Like you're only adding, you know, it's roughly a, a couple thousand pounds in terms of that would know, be people. That would be really funny, though, right? Is that like you load it in the back and then all of a sudden the plane just? There's no way. My boss. No way. It's my, a money deal. It's my, a money grab. My boss. Um, we were at a sales conference and he was getting on his flight, and we we had had like lunch before he took off. And so my flight didn't leave for another hour or something. So I'm sitting there, you know, drinking. And then he walks back in to the restaurant after he got on the plane and then he walks back in. I was like, what happened? He goes, yeah, so our plane backed into another plane. Nice. I was like, how is that possible? Because like the guy, the plane, you don't throw a plane in reverse. They have the guy that pushes the plane out and guides the plane into the tarmac so that they can like move. Well, maybe he just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he's just jamming the, out. The pilot's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Like, <laughs> there was a uh, in Ohio this week, this past week. There was a helicopter and a car that collided in a parking lot. Well, I don't know how it happened. Story. Nobody knows how it happened. A helicopter I, I, and a what? I, a helicopter and a car in a parking lot. It's that Harry. It's like they. It's that Harry Potter car. I yeah. don't know. I don't. <laughs> in Mr. in the parking car. lot. Uh, Superman. Uh, Prime, I don't know. I don't, Superman JTG Prime had made a good point. Uh, airport drinking, airport beers, great okay. A, great A. All right, top top I, top five. I have a couple. Let, let's do this. I have one of the things that I wanted to get to is another top five list that I created based off of a story that I heard. Let's do this real quick. Top five places outside of a bar, out like at a venue. Top five places to get a beer. Mm. Airport. Airport, Does there, airport airport's make that up list? there. <clears throat> airport. Pre-flight, like you're about to go on vacation, your first flight, the beer before that first flight, unbelievable. That just like sets the tone for the rest of the vacation. First, that's way up there. First beer at an airport on vacation. Okay, yeah. that makes the list. So that's one. I'd say any like kind of like summertime county fair, something like that. Nice cold beer while you're walking around. Okay. Um, beer after cutting the grass. That's a very specific beer. Did, dude, shower. Shower, hot, well, hot I was going to go. Does shower, shower beer make the list? I think shower beer makes the list, yeah. So yard beer or cutting the yard beer? Shower beer? Shower yeah. beer. Shower beers just hit different. Superman said, first beer after work, first beer at the airport, shower beer. First beer after work is pretty good. See, I don't typically drink after work. Like, I don't, I don't have a beer after work. So I, I, I don't really. It's too rel- good to drink I, beer after work. Fuck. Did you work I, today? I did. Are you having a beer right now? Technically, but you had a beer after work today. <laughs> How did it taste that first? One? You got me. <laughs> um, what about a sporting event beer? Be- I, baseball I, I, game. I'd say I'd say like baseball game beer. Uh, well, baseball game beer must be paired with a, a ball, you know, a ballpark dog, and like that's the combination. Have you um, have you done or seen the nine and nine challenge? Yeah. Nine, nine beers, nine hot dogs, and nine innings. Oh my gosh! That pitch clock's about to fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> you used to have four hours Wait. to do it. Now you have two and a half. But then you have to buy your last three beers in at the, the sixth inning. Uh, right? At, Isn't that end of the sixth inning? The That's seventh when they inning. St- the seventh inning stretch. But yeah, you have to buy the last 
three, right? The last boom, two boom, or boom. the last two or three before. I think I could do the beard. The dogs might. I actually. Uh, I feel like I could. I would front. See, like the only thing that makes the challenge hard is you have to do it each inning. I was like, I would front load eating some dogs, like you know, eat four dogs in the first inning, and then drink a couple of beers to wash that down, and then like wait until like the sixth or seventh to finish the rest of them out. But I, I, I do think I saw somewhere that the pitch clock and the shortened baseball games are hurting concessions well, sales. Yeah, we well, talked absolutely. about this, did we? Yeah, I said because I, I think uh, the Brewers were. There was a, a big, uh, what do you call it, petition to extend beer sales up to the ninth inning. Because all, legitimately, people are like, there's less time to drink. Yeah, there's less time I mean, to drink or the, eat or whatever. From, from the fan standpoint, they're like, well, we want to drink for the same amount of time. You've now limited it. And, and some people will drink faster based on those rules, and other people are just like, well, I guess I'm just not going to drink as much now. Yeah. So I don't. I'm curious to see if what stadiums are going to do if they're going to start extending like like you said into the ninth inning or or what they're going to do. But I think that was our. I think we hit five. Right, we got baseball beers, shower beers, yard beers, airport on vacation beer, after work beer. I'm trying to find if there's a list. That's that's our that's our top five beers. It's a struggle. So I don't know. There, there's probably some more in there. Do you guys want to keep doing lists? I do like lists. Well, you want to go to my top five list? Baseball oh, boy. So here's here's the story that I heard this week, which I thought was kind of crazy. And this is what prompted me to make this list. So apparently, a lot of celebrities have been accused of using a particular type of type 2 diabetes medicine for weight loss. Oh, what is it? It's, it's, um... it's uh, where's the name? Ozempic. Oh, that's not the one. I think there was another one that also kind of same thing. Yeah, there's it's quite a few of them. So there's a few of them, but Ozempic was the one that made a lot of headlines because a few celebrities were accused of using it or said that it helped them lose weight. So apparently these types... Ty- You're adjusting. He's pouring beer. <laughs> we're not paying attention to you? Yeah, no. Oh, no sorry. So... Whoops. Apparently... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, Just buddy. messed Spin up his out. whole rhythm. Yeah, no, I was I was right, I was go going for it. for it. Apparently. Apparently all of these celebrities got that were using this for weight loss got a lot of people interested in using it for weight loss. Oh, and boy. it created a shortage of type two diabetes medicine for people who actually need it. For all the wrong reasons. But how do you yeah. how like don't you need to prescription for that? Like it's not you can't just be like, Oh yeah, I want this medicine that you know, because I don't have diabetes. I mean, it's the same way people got mar- medical marijuana. I mean, oh, I got this. Oh, my back qual- hurts a little bit. Type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes. Have you tried marijuana? But I feel like like type 2 diabetes is like you, you can easily test for that. If I'm going to say, oh, I'm getting headaches and insomnia, can I smoke some weed? Like it's a little different of a, of a cell there. Not like, yeah, I don't have diabetes and you see that on the blood panel, but can I get that? I don't know how they I don't know how they determined who got it, but apparently it created a shortage for this medicine. And I think they're starting to get back to normal, but for a while there was like a run on this medicine for weight loss for whatever reason. So that using type two diabetes medicine as a form of a weight loss drug got me thinking, what are the top five weirdest health trends that I've seen? So I've got my top five weirdest health trends that I, I've heard of. 
coming in at number five being the least weird of the five and number one being the most. So number five, I have the Master Cleanse Diet. Do you guys know what the Master Cleanse Diet is? No. Shoot me. It's virtually a 30-day liquid diet to help you cleanse the body and lose weight. And it is highlighted by the special Master Cleanse Lemonade, which is lemon juice, maple syrup, cayenne pepper, and water. Mmm, tasty. And you, fuck? and you drink that 6 to 12 times per day. N- no, I'm good. I'll pass. It's supposed to flush you. You ever seen The Office where Kelly's doing like the cleanse or whatever? Yeah, she I'm was... pretty sure that's the master cleanse that mm, she's doing. No, thank you. No, thank you. Number four. Sex pills as a source of steroids. I can Just because, like, see... the blood flow? Yeah. As a... In 2019, Major League Baseball had to send out a memo to its players about using over-the-counter sex pills that led to positive PED tests because apparently some of these pills contain anabolic steroids. So these dudes were going in getting sex pills from the gas station just trying to get jacked. and then going to the gym and just repping weights. Do you know how awkward that bench press must have been for your spotter? Yeah. Hey, you excited, buddy? Like, what's going on here? Like, I just really like lifting weights. Yeah. Dude is full torqued. With 225, just mm. repping it out. <laughs> so, yeah, that apparently the MLB had to send out a memo saying, hey, you need to not do that. And if you do have ED, you need to go talk to your doctor <laughs> about it. So that's number four. Number three. Uh, number three is using diabetes medication for weight loss. I don't get it. I, I Again, I don't know how these people got it, but who said, hey, let's use diabetes medication? Yeah, we, for- have a, we have a resident expert, but... <laughs> without a mic <laughs> are you using diabetes pills for weight loss no that's, oh, oh it's, it's your job it's to use diabetes a... pills for weight loss <laughs> <laughs> all right well, shit. we do have an expert on the field here all right that next podcast a, we'll have a, we'll have a guest to discuss actually a benefit of those so number two uh perineum sunning huh sunning sunning what is perineum uh, so this trend is presenting the area between your scrotum or vulva oh. and a anus, just yes. like a weird or, or taint to the sun. Oh, all right. So you go out in your backyard and you uh, put the brown eye to the sky and you let the sun take it from there. You think your neighbors would care if I do that? <laughs> so the purported benefits of this include energy boost. Uh, a stop in chi from leaving your body. My chi's <laughs> escaping through my teeth. <laughs> Fuck. How do I, I, I got to stop that now? Jesus. Improved sleep and concentration <laughs> and increased libido. Now, can you do this in a tanning bed? Uh, <laughs> Does it have to I be don't from know. the sun itself? I think it's natural. I think the whole uh, point, like, I'm not exposing my taint to the... Uh, to the fluorescent bulbs in the tanning bed. I'm thinking this is supposed hey, to be au natural. U- UV rays are UV rays. You know, it doesn't matter where you get them. So, anyways, that's number two on the list of top five weirdest health fads that I've heard of. And number one is blood transfusions. Sorry, I thought I have another one. Uh, well, go for it. No, 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 no that, go, that's why I created keep, this. Keep, I, keep I need, going, I need going. other ideas. So, blood transfusions, and the idea it was actually portrayed in the show Silicon Valley. Uh, there's an episode called The Blood Boy. Yeah. And one of the tech giants is having blood transfused into his body from a younger, healthier person. And the idea is uh, 
to capture parabiosis. And I have, where's the, I can't read, where is it? Parabiosis is the practice based on the, uh, okay, it's the union of two organisms developing a single shared physiological system. So the idea is you take the blood of a younger person and you put it in your body and then your body starts to adapt the traits of the younger person. So that is the idea of this. Guess who uh, is really interested in this idea? Peter Thiel, who was mm. a big investor in Facebook and a Silicon Valley like angel investor titan in financing. So he only asks for young blood. He only likes young blood, apparently. Yeah. So that is number one on my top five list of weirdest health trends that I've heard of. I thought number one was going to be those silly It Works raps. It Works you, raps. Yeah, where you wrapped your oh, abdominal torso. region. You just wrapped it, and then all of a sudden you lost weight. No, I, I have seen that one. I guess I could have said the... Uh, you remember those balance bracelets? Yeah. yeah. Where the dude pulls you over... And then you put on the bracelet and all of a sudden you don't get pulled over. It's not like I was bracing, <laughs> bracing for it this time or anything. Nope. <laughs> I mean, it's just silly. Like, why would you? Oh, all of a sudden you just squeezed. You just squeezed the fat right out. It's not the way it works. It's silly. No, it's it's. How many people sold it? it sold millions, yeah. millions. I guess like the the blood stuff. Like Brent brought up a good point. Is like blood doping. So like, isn't that what uh, Lance Armstrong got in trouble for? Because he was doing blood transfusions in between like legs of the race. I think. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure that was something like that. Like they would I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Hear me out. This other guy over here dopes. You take his blood and then Trans so we're getting a double whammy of this person's younger and he's doping. Now and I get the doping. And the no, all I was doing is getting a blood transfusion. Oh, he was doping? Oh, I didn't know. So in Silicon Valley, the joke becomes I don't know if that's the way it works, probably not, but the joke becomes the blood boy, the transfusion boy, was actually super unhealthy because he was a pothead and just ate Twinkies all day. And so he's like, my, my insulin is through the roof. And so he's like getting counteractive. But apparently that's a thing that people are actually interested in doing. No, no, thank you. I will uh, stick to my well, you, like you, regimented. You just have to be careful with that because like, if, you, if you look at it, like you can't just get a blood transfusion from everyone. That That's all based on blood types. So like... Well, I could yeah. I could give to anybody in this room because I'm O negative, but I don't know your guys' oh, blood types. What a brag! Yeah, humble brag. What a yeah. humble what brag! I'm sorry that like you I, do you not know your blood type. Oh, I, I don't know that I do. Oh, the fu- I don't think I do either. Okay, um, my doctor said um, it's so rare that it doesn't even have a type. It, yeah. it doesn't have a type. They're they're unsure. You should probably know what your blood type is. Yeah. Warner has the blood of a unicorn running through his veins right now. <laughs> You've seen Harry Potter, right? Yeah, you see, it's silver. It looks like, you know, yeah. like what I used to, you know, break the old thermometers and... Elite genes. Get out of here. Sean does not have elite genes. I do. I Sweet. do have elite genes. You know, I can give to everybody, but I can only receive from like the, the you know, you guys are all peasants that can take my blood. He's not even wearing jeans right now. He's wearing khakis anyway. <laughs> You uh, you brought up Harry Potter. Are you guys like big Harry Potter people? No. no. I re- I've read the books multiple times when I was younger. I've read the books multiple times, but I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Because those oh, were see. the only books I had, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to read them again. Are you a muggle? I, I don't. I actually don't remember what that means. <laughs> I, I, a muggle's... This is like... I, I, I know very little 
actual Harry Potter self. Muggle's well, like the, a non-magic person. It's just a, I think. It's a regular it's a, human. It's a, we we are muggles. Yeah. Ah, okay, great. You yeah. and I. This was a horrible topic to bring up to two people who don't actually care about Harry Potter. I was going to ask <laughs> if you guys were going to watch the new Harry Potter series or whatever. Uh, no, probably not. Okay. And by no, I mean I probably will be some. Uh, I'm going to get pulled into it somehow. Everybody's going to be talking about it, and then I'm going to be like, oh, Wait, well, I guess Potter? I can watch. So HBO has decided to greenlight a new Harry Potter series. It's going to be seven seasons. Each season is going to be one of the books. But but why? Why the we, movies? The, the movies, movies were fine. That. You've had you had characters that were played by Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, Emma Watson, like you've grown up with them. You, you, but it's the, it's like seeing Michael Scott in any other role. It's like you can't see it, but now you're pulling a different character to play that's play Harry Potter. You can't do it. The problem is, it there's a work. whole new batch of kids that didn't Hogwarts grow up legacy. with the movies. Well, I don't I don't think it's the kids. Like, I well, think, they can go back and watch the movies then. I think it's more of it's just the adults that cling on to things really weirdly. And like the Disney adults, like same kind of shit. Like, don't get me wrong, Disney movies are good. Like for most, for the most part, I enjoy watching them uh, on occasion. But like, there's that fanatical, like, just grasp that some grown ass adults have on it that I just don't understand. Like, they were good. Like, I, I like it. Like Hercules, Mulan. When I was a kid, the movies were great. Fucking loved them. But I also know they're just kid movies, and like, they're not like. Oh my god! I, I need to. My whole identity now revolves around being like a Disney person. I'm going to go to Disneyland or Disney World 15 times a year, and you know, get all excited and cry when I see the fucking castle. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that either. But and like same thing with Harry Potter is that you get you get now like you know like that was definitely our generation type when all that came out is the same thing. Like people whole identity like I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm like I don't fucking care. Like there's that's not real. It doesn't matter. I. Yeah is it's not i'm a gryffindor and it is all right so next brew review is butterbeer i'm kidding so i don't get the whole but at the same time people might say why do you like sports as much as you do yeah they, they don't get it and i don't get why they don't like sports and they don't get why i like sports so it's because they're mad they can't fucking play quidditch <laughs> i mean maybe did you but, uh play what was the game that came out Hogwarts Legacy. Oh yeah, did you play it? Yes, I did. You did not, obviously. No, I did right. not. Okay, just want to confirm. I it was fun. I wish it's one of those things where I just wish there was more to it. Um, I don't think they're anticipating an online version of that. So like GTA created their GTA Online. Yeah, and GTA Five has been around for very long. Twenty thirteen. It all yeah, ten years. That game has lasted ten years. People oh, are still milking that. But people are still, still playing very popular. because you have the chance to do anything because it's online. You can play with other people. There's a whole community. The which, role play community, yeah, yeah. Like the modding and whatnot. That's just wild. Yeah, if you want to know more about that, you can look that up on YouTube. <laughs> There's a whole role playing community of people being cops and robbers, and you know, somebody didn't you say somebody you knew. Was in that community and, I, and was a medic. There, there was. Yeah, there's, there's someone that we went to, me and Warner and went to school with that um they've gotten into it pretty heavily and they were 
they said their character was a Boston medic. Like, it very specifically had to say they were from Boston because they like doing a Boston accent. And I was like, I am so fucking confused right now. That's called job security, by the way. Oh, okay. If you're a medic in GTA, you've always got a job. So good on, good on that person thinking ahead for the future. But that game has made a living off of GTA Online. I don't think Hogwarts Legacy is going to do online. I think the problem is you learn Avada Kedavra and or however you say it and just now, now i'm just killing everybody in the game it's just like there's no the movement was fun the storyline was fine i thought it was pretty good um i do love that it asks you to name your character and you design your character and all that stuff but then when you go to talk to people they're like oh it's the new student oh it's you like very generic they don't use your name at all yeah like that was kind of like a eh, but was it is it all like was it all like voice acting like was all like the other characters that aren't playable like voice acted out that's probably why yeah yeah it's i know you can't were they all british uh yeah i think they were so, so yeah, only british people did you be. win the house cup i don't know i haven't gotten to that part yet i i what's, even your, what's your position on the quidditch team what are you doing here like are you the chad they don't have quidditch are like you the, they, what? They, the chad it seeker it is it is it is kind of, the what <laughs> you said the the chad seeker yeah, the Seeker's a Chad, you know, it's the best uh-huh. role. You win the game, catch a little gold I think thing. Chad Seeker and Seeker that is a Chad is are two different things. <laughs> I wanted to actually, like, complete the game to, like, 100% before I, like, went to the house, which I think I can still do afterwards, but, again, it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. I, I beat the game, I did as much as I could, and I enjoyed it, uh, but they did actually, you were talking about Quidditch, make it a point where there is no Quidditch. They're like, oh, they canceled the Quidditch season this year. Like, they went out of their way almost to make it a point that there is no Quidditch in this game. So, I don't know. Maybe. Very disappointing. Really letting the fans down. Allegedly, I heard it was going to be added at some point. There was going to be an update, and you might be able to actually play Quidditch. You can fly on a broom, though, right? Yeah, you can fly on a broom. That's 90% of the game already there. I'm assuming they felt, and maybe everybody was going to play Quidditch and not actually play the game. Maybe they couldn't figure out how to make Quidditch work well enough where there was just a bunch of issues with AI or play, you know, whatever. I have no idea, but I was told that they were possibly going to add Quidditch later, but still no online. So sad face, super sad face, sad face, but well, that was a good talk about that uh, Harry Potter series that (laughs) you may or may not watch. Um, There were, is our intern a Harry Potter fan? There were, no okay so you might you might be free from it there were um there were rumors about who was casted i don't know if the cast was solidified or not the only person that i saw that i knew who was casted potentially was adam driver as snape i guess he could play a pretty decent snape like he has a visual like visually he's very good i think he could do the nasally type of voice and and i think he Dude, could be very good i, just I hope danny devito gets dobby the elf <laughs> that'd be great i can anybody explain to me how he became famous who danny devito is he famous for being small or like how did he be what did he star in that made him famous i don't i, I mean he had he had a couple of roles like he was i believe he was the penguin in one of the george clooney batman movies he was um phil from hercules the disney movie um, the little um, voice, okay, satyr, whatever they called. I, I think he's just had like a lot of like different roles, and so like, and I think his most recent one was just the Always Sunny role that like kind of propelled him into 
a little bit more because like the show is really funny and people like it. He did have a small role in Friends. I remember seeing him in that. But yeah, I just I've never found him to be like a great actor. And maybe I'm thinking too much into it. Maybe he is just who he is and like he just plays his roles because he is funny and it's always sunny. But it's because it doesn't seem like he's really acting. That just seems kind of like how Danny DeVito is. Same with Vince Vaughn. I don't think Vince Vaughn is an actor. I think Vince Vaughn shows up on set and just is like, all right, what am I doing today? And they say, read this. And then Vince Vaughn is just Vince Vaughn. Just a very animated, sarcastic guy. Yeah, like that's how he is in real life. So he really doesn't act. What was the, what was the last movie he was even in? Dude, I don't even know. Who? I can't I couldn't tell you. Who? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Like he made a bunch of movies after his, in my opinion, his prime, where it was like him and Owen Wilson were interns at google or something the the internship internship. yeah yeah like those types of movies so he's in like a bunch of like i'm at the peak of my career and so i'm just gonna make silly movies with my friends type of thing fun though dodgeball's a great movie though i still think wedding crashers is his best movie it's pretty solid i like wedding crashers yeah wedding crashers is is my favorite vince vaughn movie all right, we're gonna do another list. Top five, top five bits. Top five well, bits. I only know like three, time. so I'm, I, I can't really give you any more than that. I'm thinking Wedding Crashers, Dodgeball. Oh, that's the internship was good. I liked it. I didn't see the internships, but I'll throw that on there. Um, that's about the only three I know with him in it. Man, well, he was, wasn't he in one with like Jennifer Aniston? Where, the like, breakup. Is that what that was? I didn't, yeah. I don't know if. I've and then I think it. one that I haven't seen, but I've I've heard a lot about is Swingers. He's in that mm-hmm. movie as well. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, old school. How could we forget oh, old school? Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm just I'm going to Anchorman. Yeah, I, I guess I forget. He Did was you say Anchorman? He, 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 he had a cameo in Anchorman. But I think yeah. he wasn't like a role no. that he like, like I don't I don't think he had a ton of Oh, is he one of the guys from the other news crews? Yeah, he was yeah that's what he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, he was um, in Anchorman 1 and 2. He's in something. He's something Mantooth. Because <laughs> his mother's name is Dorothy Mantooth. What? Dor- you, what? It's- Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Oh, uh, yeah. There's really I'm I'm looking through his list, his his IMDb list, but most of it's like TV shows, small stuff. Yeah, it's been a while. Somebody in our chat, Brent, has uh, seen Swingers way too many times. Why are you watching it? I guess my question to that is why. Why are you watching it, bud? Is it that great of a movie? Vince Vaughn has a background role in Rudy, like the football movie. Yeah, is he really? He's just one in the crowd. Rudy. (laughs) So Rudy, Rudy is um, Sean Astin, Ashton, and he was in the Goonies, and he was also in Stranger Things. He's actually in quite a few things, but I, I didn't realize that. Vince Vaughn, Jamie O'Hara. Really? Well, the more you know. I guess we got to go watch Rudy. I guess we got to watch Swingers. Brent is really vouching for it right now. So, fair enough. We're in on it. What other movies don't we know about? Like, like what classic movies have you heard are such a great movie and that you've never actually watched? Uh, pretty much any lauded black and white film. I don't care. Like, have you ever? What's um, Casablanca? Yeah, that's one of them. I'm like, I'm, there's no shot. I'm actually gonna watch that. There, I thought you would say that. So I've started <laughs> streaming it right here. <laughs> Fuck! I don't want to watch it. It's terrible. Crazy. I. Uh, like I, thought, I thought this day would come. I. <laughs> I think one big one that like, I like. I've never seen the Titanic. 
at all. Yeah. Like, You've never that seen one's, the Titanic. That one still blows my mind. Never seen it. I don't know why. Because I just don't like. There's there's nothing about that movie that like interests me. It's like, oh shit, hit ice, boom, everyone died. Great story. Fantastic. You know, in a little bit south of where I'm from, there is a Titanic museum that I. There's a, mu- a whole museum about one fucking boat. Yeah, and the whole sh- the whole building looks like the Titanic. It's just it's half a ship, and then the other half is an iceberg. But the the half. Do you get to like go through the iceberg, like. You get to you get to put your hand in water that is as cold as the ice was or the water was that night. So oh, you get to cold see cold water. It's, you get, called, it's called it, polar plunge. Okay. Well, and they they have a timer to see how long you can hold your hand in there. So that's kind of cool. Jokes on and them. There's a man yeah, with a fingers. with a purple hand yeah, still yeah, hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving. The other, I don't know why I found this so cool. There were at the times different times throughout its sinking. They had decks, a, a mock ship deck at the various angles that the ship deck was at. And, like, you can climb on it and stuff. And so... Well, wasn't it, like, damn near, like, vertical at one point? Yeah. So, and, like, I feel like you don't want to climb on that one. You just well, fall off and, and the other yourself. And the other thing they said about it was, um, like, people back in the day didn't have the soles on their shoes like we have. So they had zero traction. Like, the, all of their shoes were, like, dress shoes where they're just completely slick. Yeah. There was zero chance of you staying on. So, like, you had to, like, hang on the rails and stuff if you were going to try to stand. It doesn't matter. Everybody's going in anyway. Yeah. But. Only, what did, like, wasn't it just mainly, like, the, the women that lived? Because they were like, oh, get all the women and children on boats, and then everyone else just died. Dude, see, that's the messed up thing, is that you go through the final hall, and they show you all of the <clears> people <throat> that actually died and the people that lived and how many of the lifeboats were had so much more room on them mm-hmm. it was like this lifeboat could have fit 30 and there were five people on it yeah well it, at that time when you're panicking you're just like all right let's get some people off you're gonna load up the boat drop it whatever and then you also have the people trying to fight to get on it and it's like okay either we get this small amount of people off or everybody's gonna fight for it kill each other and the boat's gonna break and so so let's just get a few people off i'm guessing i don't know i was in there it, it was yeah it was very interesting and then like it it does talk about again way to way to sink this <laughs> the mood of the, of this episode yeah. right now yeah. i but, i went to that a long long time ago and it was like a traveling show at one point and they would like take a big there was a big was there a big part of the ship there when you went a traveling like there was, show? Yeah, it was like a traveling deal. It's a fucking boat that just sunk. Why do people care? There's I a know, lot about it. Cool. I think it's kind of cool. But anyway, when you, when you showed up, you got a ticket. And it was actually the name of a person yeah. that was on it. Yep. And then at the end, they're like, oh, you get to find out whether if you, you lived, lived or, died. or died. And yeah. I was like, I died. Well, cool. And then my cousin's like, oh, I lived. And I'm like, fuck you. Well, that was stupid. It's like when, when the fucking Marvel movies came out, there was a website. It's like the Thanos snap. Like, did you live or die? And it was like, oh, you died. I just refreshed the page. I lived. <laughs> oh, crazy. Oh, I guess I'm in there. Fine. But they gave you specifically a ticket. And that <laughs> oh, ticket, you can't oh. just be changing your ticket. You can't refresh your ticket for a new one. I'm just stealing the ticket from someone else. Say, fuck it. I want your live ticket. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're... <laughs> you're just pillaging other people's tickets. I'm yeah. gonna live. I have ten tickets. Uh, one of these is a live. Sean will. Sean will do anything to survive. All right, boys. But, I, I I have a point before we go to last call. Okay. I, uh, you've been doing a very good job of posting clips on our Instagram page, which I'm, you should follow. I'm trying. Yeah. At 
the last call podcast T-H-E-E. on T-H-E-E on Instagram. I have a complaint. Yes. The one about you talking about the haircut. Barbershops are an anomaly to me. Yes. <laughs> I'm so disappointed that that one is not doing better. I know. That thing, I looked at it because you posted one and I was like, oh, let me go back and watch our old ones. That one had like 10 likes on it or something like that. I'm like, that is hilarious. Dude, I still don't understand hilarious. it. The one clip that we had that blew went, up, yeah. that, that blew, blew up for our standards, right? The, Maybe. the underwear one. The one where I was talking about how often do you buy boxers? That was that was the was most like random. views or something like that? It was 44,000 views and 1,600 likes. And it was me asking how often do you buy boxers? Like... Yeah, just goes thousand. Just goes to show you. Yeah, but just so to recap a little bit. Have you bought new boxers since then? Aaron? <laughs> I did, and I do regret it. I do not the, not, new, the new boxers. I, no, I don't. They just don't feel like the old ones. They're not broken in. They're not broken in. It's like a, it's like it's like a, it's like a nice I pair of blue hole. jeans. I have to break them in a little bit. I missed the hole in the left thigh. <laughs> no, I don't regret buying new boxers. I regret the brand that I bought because we've had this discussion where. If you go to the bathroom, do you use the little hole in your boxers when you go to the bathroom? <laughs> and I've I've been very adamant that I do on this podcast. <gasps> These don't have them. So oh, now I actually yeah. have to oh. now I have to unbutton Ex- everything. Extra effort. Yeah. And it's just an Damn. absolute travesty. That sucks for you. Yep, it is. Why'd you buy those then? I didn't know. I didn't do my <laughs> research. I said, Hey, here's some So anyways. <laughs> It's not time of the night. What time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call! This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the Last Call Podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This is the last call that we were going to do last week until Warner reminded me about the chat GPT uh version of our podcast which that's going to be one of my next clips that i'm going to do man i'm not looking forward to that clip because even while we were reading that it felt cringy it was cringy it was it was awful and i'm gonna have to edit that down because i took a couple of minutes to read i'm gonna have to edit that down into a minute so i'm gonna have to pull the most cringy parts yeah oh wonderful it's gonna sound so (laughs) robotic and awful but just for those who want to recap of that so um this week so Sean was at the movie. We went and saw John Wick 4 a couple weekends ago. Yep. Um, it was a good movie. I, I've seen John Wick 1 and John Wick 4. I don't know that he I really... He was really missing a lot of information in between. He's like, wait a minute. Where the fuck? <laughs> Where's the dog? <laughs> <laughs> he died in the first one. But um, it made me think about action movies and uh, stunt doubles and you know kind of the unsung heroes of the film industry the guys that go tumbling down the stairs mm, or get, literally get beat up or get shot in the face and live to tell about it you know um those guys Somewhere. so what i wanted to do was pull up the top stunt double fails that i could find and i've given you each a deck of cards so we're going to rate these so to make this a little bit more interactive i'm going to put up Shoot. all right it changed so i'm going to put up <laughs> The top stunt double fails that I could find. I'm going to show you a picture of the actor in the act- in a scene, and then where it's clearly his stunt double. I've given you cards, ace being one. a one, yep. all the way to ten, and we're going to rate how egregious. Can this also be an eleven? 
If it's that egregious, you can. <laughs> <laughs> if it's that egregious, you can put it as a an eleven. But so one is not that bad. Wait, one, one is, is like one close, is right? like one is. I would have never noticed. That's really not that big of a deal. Okay. Ten is, damn, that's pretty bad. Like, how did they not edit that out or fix that? Okay. All right. So, are you ready for this? All right. All I have to do is hit left and right, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Why, why are we? Let, why do we let you run this? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, every week, I'm like, I just need to switch some spots so that we can handle it. Like, all right. So number one, we've got Terminator Two here. So in the top picture, you can see clearly Arnold Schwarzenegger, and in the bottom picture, I know it is a little small. Wait, yeah, I, I probably should have put this. Oh, look at that! Oh, that that helps. Technology. Uh, and in the bottom picture, you can see that's clearly not Arnold Schwarzenegger or his boy side companion, whatever his name is. So his boy is side. Is that Shia LaBeouf as the second one? No. <laughs> got Shia like LaBeouf cur- isn't. Curly hair. And- so on a scale of one to ten, how bad is this one? Uh, Three? Yeah. I went seven, man. That's, you think that's horrible? That's clearly like David Hasselhoff on that second motorcycle. That's not even Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then there's a child, and then there's a an adult man on the other motorcycle. Eh, I don't really care. Nah. That nah. God, I'm afraid now that all, you're not going to think your any scales, of these are bad. I'm, I'm Your start, scale's I'm, I'm way off. I'm going to start putting ones on everything just to really skew the metrics. God. All right. I'm giving yellow cards. All right, so that one is from Terminator 2. This one, I have two of them for the Princess Bride. Both of them are the exact same scene. Well, yeah, there we go. I was like, wait for a second, I didn't. Sh- yeah, you're good. Where Buttercup pushes Wesley down the hill in the Princess Bride. So that's Buttercup, and then that's her stunt double rolling down the hill. Is that a dude? Did her head fall off? No, no but it's right why it's does it right look there. like it's in the wrong spot? Like relative to the, uh, I don't know, man. It, it looks like a dude. So I can't even tell. All right. Three, Kinda. two, one. Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving this a three. I'm surprised you think this what one is. Say? It just looks like a dude. It it, it is a dude. Oh, first oh. first well, of all, it is then, a dude. All right, well, that's clearly a woman. That's a dude. Doesn't match up. But at least try and get a girl that's going to roll down the hill. But this Why? is this is the next Princess Bride one. That's not the. Uh, they're out of order. Okay, never mind. We're going to a different one. This slideshow is out of order now. We're gonna we're gonna come back to another Princess Bride one. The next one we're going to do is Sean's favorite, Lord of the Rings. Okay? And this one is Gimli. So, I forget which movie this one is actually from, but apparently uh, the actor that plays Gimli is not actually that small. He's the tallest person in the cast. Really? That's the funny thing. I think he'd, he's like 6'2"-ish. I didn't know how'd that. They, how'd they do that? They had stunt doubles. And clearly in this scene, you can see his dwarf stunt double. Oh, so all of his shots is just like his, his face and everything. Like, and then they would CGI him. There's, on there's top actually of a really it. good mm-hmm. YouTube video on like how they did a lot of the scenes. Um, like it's all perspectives. So like with like um, Elijah Wood and you know like when he's like obviously he's a Hobbit and sitting next to Gandalf. Like it was all perspectives. So like they weren't sitting next to each other. Like he was sitting feet back, so he looked a lot smaller. I'll send it to you guys. It's a good video. So but. not only did you watch the extended versions all the way through and everything you've watched like the background everything yeah, it's interesting okay Jeez, louise don't worry i will have a movie Jeez, louise. We'll watch it. it's okay how do you have that much time so gimli on the left and then clearly not 
Gimli on the right. And, and again, this is not an action scene. This is just like a slow motion scene of them panning across this whole army. So you, bla- it's blatant in your face. I get it. Huh? He doesn't look that far off. Like that far off. He's a dude with a beard. Does his face look a little like weird? Yeah, but it's not terrible. And it's just, also that scene is like quick. It's not like they're just like holding it there. That specific scene, you're just like that. That one, it's it's three point five seconds. Well, no, they're, they're, like you said, they're panning across. They're like, yeah. oh, you're like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. And then like, oh, well, all right, there's the rest of that. I'm just saying. I, I think that's pretty obviously not the actor in this picture. Uh, this guy, who is that? Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. He's gonna he he sticks out more than anybody else to me. Well, like, I thought about cropping like it. His face is bright. Whatever. Like that's where my eyes are gonna go. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Well, then one of the other ones that I have that I think is blatantly obvious, you might get not agree with. Was that a one then? I gave it a one. Okay. I didn't know I, if that I was your it, magical eleven. No, I don't think it's that it. bad, honestly. Like, yes, it's not the same person, but like, okay, it still has I the same. Make that. He has a beard and shit. It's it's close enough. All right. Next one. This one, it might be hard for you guys to see. Hopefully, people on the stream can see it. This is from the Philosopher's Stone, and it's Hagrid. So the scene where Hagrid goes into the lighthouse and he gives uh, Harry's cousin a, a pigtail. Oh yeah, yeah. philosopher's sorcerer's stone. Whatever you want. Well, to call there's oh. two different people call it two different things depending on where it is. But yeah. So <laughs> this one, when you actually get a close up like view of it, it is Hagrid, and then it is generic brand at the superstore. He looks Hagrid. Like, the, the second one looks like the dude that was on Survivor. Um, what was his name? Uh, was it Rupert? Uh, Rupert. Rupert. Yeah, yeah. Kind of looks. Like it does kind of look like Rupert from so, Survivor, or like Forrest Gump with long hair. It. All right, ready. That's a stretch. It's a stretch. I, I will admit that. All right, one, two, three. Oh God. I'm giving this a nine. I don't know if you can see this on our cards on stream seven. This one's pretty egregious. Like it's it it's. Hagrid has such just like a vibrant view about him and then generic Hagrid's over here just again why they he this guy wasn't needed in this scene for any reason it's because like it's they're all like transition scenes like they're not like they're not focusing on the actor itself like here like the uh, he's getting his little fucking pigtail and running around so like it's just a quick like oh he gave him a tail and then like they're not they're not focusing on him so like does it suck that they used a, an extra or a stunt double? Which, like, this isn't a dangerous scene, so like, why the fuck do you need the stunt double? But, it, like, but at the same time, it's like quick. You're like, you really have to pause it at the right moment. Like, wait, that's not the guy. Like, you're not gonna notice it while it's playing. That that's fair because I I pointed this out to to my girlfriend and she was like, I didn't, I wouldn't even notice. I was like, yeah, but it's pretty. Once you know it's there, it's pretty good. Well, now, I mean, now, like, if you rewatch the movie, maybe people will be like, oh, now I'm looking for it. I'm trying to see every possible moment where something doesn't line up. Just surprising that they didn't edit or do something there. Next one. Another Harry Potter one. So thank you for the chat for recognizing that we're, uh, we're very into Harry Potter. This one is uh, the chess scene where Ron f- gets hit by the knight or whatever, and he falls off the horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this one, it's clearly a child laying on the ground, and the other one is like an adult male falling to the ground. Hey, it was a big fall, right? He was on that <laughs> horse. Why he had to just, he could have just jumped off? I don't know. All right. One, 
two, three. I'm giving eight. it an eight. Wow. Because that is like a focal point of that scene. It, it really is. Like you were focused on him. And the other thing is, Ron didn't have to ride the horse, right? Like he, he didn't. He could have just stayed he off just to the side. Stood off to the side. Knight to a five. He's going to sacrifice himself. Yeah, that you was, do it, Harry. You finish the boy. game. <laughs> Go find Voldemort. All right, this one. There's a little bit of a backstory of this one. So it's friends, and the the the, the double is not even it this is the exact this is the same scene and so the actual description that i got from this is that they filmed back in the 90s in a four by three format for the for the tvs Mm -hmm. or or but they would crop it to a four by three for the tvs but they actually filmed in a wider frame rate and so there were times where they had people just stand into the sides for no reason because they ended up cropping him out. But so now with this the guy's big, just randomly standing there? This guy's supposed to be Ross's dad. So the guy up top is actually Ross's dad, the character. Like, two, yeah. two seconds later, this random dude is just standing over Ross's shoulder, acting as his dad. And they are clearly two different people. Mm. <coughs> and, and back when this first show first aired, you wouldn't have noticed this. But now the TVs have expanded and they, they formatted the to the original widescreen filming you see all of these things where it's clearly just not the actor that said person is supposed to be talking. But why to. in the, in the, in the top, isn't that Rachel up in the top left corner? Yeah. Like, and, but now she's facing him in the top one, but now he's behind her in the below one. Right. Because she's talking to the other person. So again, uh, I, I'm I, lost. I, anyway. I, unfortunately I couldn't get the clips of these scenes in these errors, but Yes, it's the same scene, same party. You can see the same balloons, all that stuff. She just turns around and then... So the guy on the top and the guy on the right in the bottom... Are, are supposed both to supposed this... to be Ross's dad. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. Like, like, in this one, it they're talking, yeah, and then this like... is them turning around. And so his dad uh, should be okay. there. Okay, all right, all right. I buy that. All right. So one, two, three. Uh, is that your 11? That's a mythical 11. <laughs> okay, that's an 8. I went with an 8, yeah. I went with 10 because that's uh, clear and obvious. And again, this is just a talking scene where you can this see everything. Look close. Come on. We're better than that. All right, this one, Star Wars Episode 1, Phantom Menace. So, again, I I didn't make these they big enough for you guys. I'm Samuel <laughs> Jackson. They did it wrong. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> So we look forward to again. This this is a full scene. You um, you're not to be a master. No, oh, we look forward to seeing your career grow or whatever he says. Yes, you know exactly what this scene is. Yes. So I actually wrote this down for those Star Wars geeks. Uh, so this is the scene where Palpatine visits uh, Naboo yep. and has members of the Jedi Council with him. He and then Samuel L. Jackson shows up later at the cremation of Qui Gon Jinn. So the assumption is. That that is supposed to be Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they didn't have Samuel L. Jackson stand in. They had that guy, and it is clearly not Samuel L. Jackson. We will watch your career with great interest. My one of my favorite memes. I have to a little side tangent. Um, there was like a an, an arts fair, um, but rather than paintings, it was Lego creations. And so it's a bunch of different Lego creations. And then they've got like a little um, 
who made it and then what it is, right? And there's a little four by one little Lego block, and the person put snake, Jennifer, fourth grade or third grade or something like that. And somebody's like, I look forward to watching your career (laughs) with great interest. (laughs) And it's just a snake. It's one Lego block snake. It's like the equivalent of making the, the, the balloon, like the, whatever you call animal wounds. What are, What's the thing that clown does? Balloon animal. Uh, balloon animal. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, it took a long time to get animals. there. What do they yeah. call it though? Uh, uh, <laughs> balloons, animals. Whatever. What am I pulling here? Yeah. Like, come on. But the guy buddy. that just blows up a regular balloon. He goes, "Here's a snake, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Go off." <laughs> Going back to wedding crashers. Animal balloon, balloon animal. <laughs> make, balloon make, make me a bicycle, clown. <laughs> Here's your fucking bicycle. <laughs> Anywho, uh, all right. Uh, one, two, three. Oh shoot! I gave this one. I gave this one a four. Cause I give it a six. I, I, because I can see where maybe you don't realize that that's supposed to be Mace Windu. Like I'm, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. But again, in context, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty egregious. Uh, we only have a couple more. I'm hoping this one is. Oh, I, <laughs> I hit the wrong right there. Okay, <laughs> this is the. Princess Bride one that I think is a completely egregious. So on the left is Wesley, the character, and yeah. then on the right is this old man. Looks like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone <laughs> rolling down well, this hill. Sylvester Stallone now, not Sylvester, like y- yeah, not back then. I've also never seen this movie. Also, it's uh, a great movie. I assume it. that's his mask that's falling. First off thing there. I thought this was the Mask of Zorro, a much better film, but here we are. Also. This guy on the... I, I don't even know the actor's name. He was the main character in Saw. What? He, like the he, he was like the bad guy? No, not the bad guy. He was one of the guys in the room that was being held there. I did not know that. Yeah. Wait. He's in Saw. He's also in Liar Liar. Wait, which which Saw? The first one. Very first Saw. The original Saw. Okay. Yeah, huh. he's, the, he's the one in the room being tortured. Anyways. All right. One, two, three. Mmm... I gave, seven. I gave it a seven. seven, I'm, seven gi- I'm giving it a seven ten, as well. Ten. Just because like that's like Jesus Christ, bro. Like you're not even trying at that point. <laughs> yeah, they just found some homeless man. Hey, can you wear this real quick? We're throwing it down the fucking hill. I've got one more. Have you guys ever seen the movie Spaceballs? Love the movie. <sighs> Going so, glad. So I did this one on purpose because Spaceballs movie. Spaceballs the underwear. Spaceballs. <laughs> I did this one on purpose because they make a joke about stunt doubles. In the top scene, they're rescuing the princess, and then they oh take and they take off running. And in the bottom scene, they're captured. But the the commander goes, "You idiots! You've captured their stunt doubles!" Oh. And they're escaping. Oh. And they're escaping to their ship. So this one was egregious on purpose, but I'm still giving it. I'm giving it an 11. If it's egregious on purpose, Boom. you're giving it an 11. I'm going to give it a 1. That's hilarious for comedy. Well, that's why I'm giving it an 11, because it was intentional. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> You've <laughs> captured their stunt doubles. So, anyways, whether those are good or bad, I have no idea. But I just I thought it was interesting that there are like glaring differences between certain characters. They use stand-ins they, for whatever reason, and sometimes you pick them out of the crowd. Yeah. Mm, I would have never noticed. Real, real attentive during those movies. I, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just so fast. I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay, well, fine. Maybe it was a bad idea. My bad. Yeah. All right. Well, Classic Thompson. You guys come up with one next time. 
Well, thank you all for joining us on this Friday. We had fun. I hope you did too on this Cinco de Mayo. Hopefully you're out having a beer somewhere or a margarita if you want. Tip your bartender. Yes. Be sure to tip your bartenders. Thanks for hanging out with us for the Last Call podcast. I'm Aaron. That's Nick. That's Sean. And we hope you have a great fucking Friday. See you, friends. This room won't be open till your brothers or your sisters come. So gather up your jackets, move it to the exits. I hope you have found a friend. Closing time, every new beginning comes from some other beginning.